0: This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best-kept secret. I am the anti christ of
1: professional wrestling! I can't run the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. You're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mancon it! Joppy Joppy Goldberg Russo on the tape! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty.
0: This is Vince Russo's The Brand.
1: Hey! Welcome, welcome everybody to the Raw Review. I am Ventures. I'm here with the great Stevie Richards and the great Ben Hakim, and we are going to talk about last night's episode of Raw. I swear, Stevie, when when you came on, you had a little uh, you had a little title, and I think it said something like "16 weeks left of bad TV." And when I looked at it real quickly, I thought you were talking about another week. Of sixteen women on the show, there was another sixteen women on the show last night. And and to me, the, the to me, come on, guys, we we know that we know the plays and we know the game. Ben, you're gonna tell me you are gonna fly Nikki Cross out to TV to sit up on equipment cases where the announcers. Don't even mention that she's there. So so this woman flies all the way into TV to be in the background of a vignette where she's sitting on some equipment cases. The uh, the announcers do not acknowledge her at all. And you're going to tell me, bro, that she didn't ask the question, when am I going to be on TV again?
0: Yeah. It's-, it's It's crazy in the fact of she hasn't done that. I am creeping and crazy Nikki in the back for like three months. And then all of a sudden, boop, there she is. Cause it's supposed to be some little Easter egg thing. Talked about this with my man, the vet on the homie media group side on Monday, because uh, even um, what was her name? The women's right. Uh, Southern Bella. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans said this, uh, this, maybe this business wasn't for me. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, and I'm just going to myself, man, here's a former, you know, soldier and they they put her over as that and then even did the rosie the riveter but they didn't really go into it and the women's right and all that stuff was her finish and here's nikki cross again with completing a master dual master's degree in history american history and women's uh history or women's studies bro that's it during the me too movement of speaking out or whatever just because Vince is neck deep in ndas they don't want to lean into it but that's your empowered, emboldened women where it's almost a Susan B. Anthony suffragette back in the ring reinvented 2023 with strong, empowered women who've been tried to be made into demure plantation owners' daughters. Or yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy in the back, but really I probably have a brilliant mind, but all I get to do is wet my hair and look out side-eye. Like you're not the, – the best characters we have are ourselves turned up to – a higher level, right? And they're not leaning into either of that with these women. In fact, what they leaned into was the darker side of Lacey Evans of abuse and alcoholism in her family as opposed to overcoming and and being a strong and empowered woman. It's it's ridiculous to see these things. And <laughs> the girls that were in the foreground of the scene will probably be released before Nikki is, and she'll just still be in the back after yeah. they're gone
1: doing whatever. A- absolutely. Right? Well, listen, man. I swear to God, I had a title for this show, like within 15 minutes of uh, watching this show, I knew what I was going to name this episode. And guys, we're East Coast guys. And uh, there is a term as a kid, we used to use all the time. And I'm sure you guys used it as well. You know, Ben coming from upstate, Stevie there in Philly. <laughs> and and I, I, obviously, the term today is not politically correct, bro. But remember when you were a kid, uh, you would always refer to people as Sissy Marys. Remember the good old Sissy Mary, bro? I'm watching this show, and I'm like, bro, this show is based on crybabies and Sissy Marys. Like, we are, bro, Stevie, we are up against the first playoff game National League Championship Series the Phillies are in. OK, so, you know, you got a huge crowd there. Then we got America's team on the other channel. Then you got Sammy Zayn opening up Raw, talking about how much he misses his friend. Then we go in the back and he has a promo. With you. Oh, no, no, he should be here. Kev should be Kevin. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here, bro? And then you're going to sit there and say, Oh, Tri- Trips is writing the show. Trips is writing the show now. The great Triple H. Well, then you know what? If Trips is writing the show, then Trips is a sissy. Mary. Bro, this is not how professional wrestlers should act. I miss my friend. My friend should be here. Then, bro, we, we stamp that later on when we have a pity party between, um, um, Rollins and McIntyre and, 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 all, all they had to go through and all they had to endure. And they put the belt on me during the pandemic. And then we had to hear about Seth Rollins's. I'm like, what, what these are? I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. I consider both of you guys men's men. I mean, Stevie, Stevie has a, 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 a uh, a, an infection eating away in his spine and he's doing sit-ups all right ben we all know about the great ben with his 20 30 wives okay bro stevie where are the men's men in professional wrestling when did we turn into these whining crying bitches bro Well,
2: I would say in 2023 that we're the whining, crying bitches because our shirts are not see-through. So right away, we're, you know, we're disqualified. And I want to make this clear to each and every person out there. Moxley is fine. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. 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 And Tony Khan's a hell of a dancer.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, and then Ben went when I'm sitting there. And again, I am a casual fan, guys. I period. End of story. There is nothing on any of these shows that interest me. Nothing. Not even the nunchucks. Not even the nunchucks. <laughs> but Ben, when Sammy Zane says. Gee, damn it. Gee, damn it. I am world heavyweight championship level superstar. I'm, 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 I'm going hysterical because I know if there happens to be one casual fan watching that show and they see this guy saying that I am a, a heavyweight championship material. Uh, ben, what, where, where, where are, where are the men in this business, bro? Uh, I'm, I'm wondering the exact
0: same thing when you got uh, platform shoes and bedazzled ski goggles, bro. Like, uh, you know, it's easy to say, oh, it's hunting season. I'm going camp with a man. And the men's men are drinking beer and shooting deer and farting and swearing. Uh, you know, and growing up on the lumberjack circuit and now this is what it is like coming down to my friends, my friends, yes. like all these little pathetic things. And that's exactly what makes AEW suck as well. And, and and what makes it almost a little more acceptable over there is those guys at least look like 155 pound nerds who play video games. These guys are trying to be super heavyweight stars and do the aren't you my friend like, it, I don't understand any storyline in the history of the world where, like, the friendship is what it matters. You show the friendship, you don't talk about it, and then you talk about the betrayal when that happens. So they can't even get anything right. And, like, I I got there because of all of you out here. So we're doing house show shit on TV. And, dude, SmackDown was stacked with Cena, Roman Reigns, Triple H nick all the surprise. Kevin Owens showing up. Actual matches that meant something and they couldn't from Friday to Monday carry that momentum, bro. This show was
1: abhorrent. And was how nuts. weird has it been in Stevie, bro? When you say that, Ben, bro. Raw is the show that they're going to have to sell. <laughs> SmackDown right, is already right. sold, bro. So you think it might was- be time
0: for a follow-up email only four days removed from the first email. No, she where just wants to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how do you, uh, hey, we're going to deal with these guys. Oh, we're telling you you bought a bad bill of goods. Get ready to get worked. Yeah. Six weeks later from now. Well, we're tired of being lied to. What do you want to tell us?
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, then I just got to say to wrap up this first segment, you know, it's so predictable, bro, that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jay Uso's coming out. But I mean, the one thing that I wrote, Stevie, is, bro, again, they hype season premiere, season premiere, season premiere. Bro, when when, when we wrote an in-ring segment, okay, it always ended in some kind of action. Like there, there had to be a payoff. This segment, this big season premiere, all that's going on on the other channels is as flat as shit. And like Stevie, if, if me and Ed are, if me and Ed happen to be writing this opening segment, we, we're looking at each other and we're saying, bro, this is flat as shit. You, we can't, we can't end this this way. This is flat as shit. But Stevie, the big season premiere, the opening segment, they end it what? Flat
2: as shit. Yeah, yeah, very, uh, you know, uh, milk toast and nothing, very vanilla. I wanted to go to the Seth Rollins thing. Why did anybody want to invest in the fact that this guy could hardly walk or or hold his baby and he had a severe back? He had a broken back. But immediately after the match, it's never spoken about again. Now he's fine. So why? I don't know.
1: Ben, ben, the me and you need to start emailing a Rollins like we get on Stevie when we see yeah, him doing dude, crazy like, things. He said, Do we need to get a Rollins? Say, bro, yeah, you yeah. back, absolutely. bro. You're back. You can't be doing this, bro. They could rehab together. You know what I mean? I think
0: that's what it is. Get in the Florida. Clear you know, there, Florida
2: is a, there was a rumor for years amongst the conspiracy horsemen that my wife was Asian, and maybe she could be up on the TV speaking in subtitles telling me not That'd to overtrain. Good.
0: And you and you could wear a dress or a Lane bl- Bryant blouse. I think finally the time has come for uh, that level of rehab, man. Here's another thing that they'll never touch with a 10-foot pole, even though we should because the work can handle anything if you approach it the right way. Sami Zayn is Mr. Syria, right? Uh, even though he looks like a white Irishman <laughs> and uh, and he's got his own save Syria. Guess who Syria is protecting right now and amassing uh, troops, Hezbollah, inside their borders to, to launch uh, against Israel. So we we play these little political things when it, it comes to it. But should Sami Zayn be a pro-Palestine uh, character and if MJF's doing the Israel stuff over on the other side? wouldn't we have some controversy to create cash here? But instead it's my, my
1: middle school friends on the other show and he should be here. Like yeah. nah, <laughs> that, that the, the audience that is watching this show, what you just explained is so over the head of the audience, bro. We, 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 we literally are down to ABCD, like the, the most fundamental bullshit oh, yeah. possible that you have to be a child. Like, literally, to relate to this show,
2: but you know what? If Vince was in charge and he was even aware of what was going on outside of the uh, Titan towers, he would pair him with a super hardcore pro israel like woman and make them a couple and yeah, keep them together absolutely. for the entire war
1: and speaking of that, bro, speaking of that um. Wow. We're going to talk about that over on Master Shoot Theater. We're going to talk about the situation with Vince and and Paul Levesque because again, I feel like I'm staring the obvious in the eye that nobody's talking about. No, they're 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 so caught up in these shit shows and a wrestling war that doesn't exist that when there are really really important things to talk about. Nothing is said, and we're going to talk about that at Master Shoot Theater. So let's talk about you guys. I'm going to throw it over to you. This uh fall count anywhere match between Nakamura and Ricochet. Uh Stevie, what do you think of this match as a guy that you know is the master mm-hmm. of breaking down these matches? What did you think about this?
2: I already forgotten. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, you're talking about the Gunther Bronson Reed match. That's a whole different story. Even a tag title match, but every other match seemed very, very forgettable. I know I'm just kind of glossing it over it's okay. the Piper Niven stuff and everything. Yeah. she she stole awesome guy, awesome kongs, ring gear by the whole gear, yeah. <laughs> but but the you know these kinds of matches and everything, I'm more interested to see like the the actual people that look like they're hurting each other, but they're probably not. Not the the you know the fake, like springboard acrobatic stuff.
1: Yeah, you know Ben. The thing I look at is with these two guys. Okay, bro, we're just coming off of a a a big program with Ricochet and Logan Paul. We're just coming off of a big program with 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 Nakamura and Seth Rollins. So now you got these two against each other, and after all that nobody cares. It's in no man's land. And you're like, okay. And where do these two guys go from here? Absolutely. You've got a
0: gimmick match and you've got two guys who should have gone over on their opponents to get made and they didn't. So now they're under in a spin out with no real heat between each other. And then even the bookings of this is completely wrong because we need to open our show with an inciting incident and then go to wrestling to establish wrestling, simple wrestling out of the gate. Now you're in the back. The crowd wants to pop. They've been yeah. sitting there. They want a clean finish. They want something fast. And you then take it to the back where everybody's got to go, yep. what's on the Titantron?" And fucking look up there. And now you just killed the own flow and momentum of your show because people don't understand how to do structure.
2: But I'm going to tell you what they think they did. Just, you know, you know the way they think, Vince, so do you, Ben. I
1: was just going to say, though, Stevie, before you thought, how dare uh, Ben with Triple H writing this show? How dare you? How dare you, Ben? Hey, that hey if anybody's pro-Palestine right now, it's Vince McMahon
0: because the, he just got taken out by the Zionist side of his own company. I right, so, Go
1: ahead, Allegedly. So. What <laughs> were going to say so,
0: you. No, but
2: their thought is this is the way they think, and I don't know why they have a 180 style of reverse psychology with this and storytelling. They think because – They were hooked up with Seth Rollins and Logan Paul that even in losing, they're elevated and double over and everybody's going to be caught. And by the way, this is what, Ben Amin, you think you know everything. Mm. This is a callback. They had a feud and we brought it back. And now they're more uh, over than that. Yeah, am I wrong? Is that exactly, that's and they're exactly high-fiving off this shit? They it's that's crazy. how they
1: justify the shit. That that that's literally how they justify it to each other in the back. That's this is the,
2: that. this, this is For the last stooges point.
1: watching right now, for the stooges yeah. watching, that shows how clueless
0: your entire organization it, is.
2: It it's very much a pattern of society, though. And I'm saying wrestling needs to, you know, not follow the pattern of society. When I or the fans, like I talked about it in my uh Thi- the finish thing that hell there was no heat when you have to do mental gymnastics and explain it to me in more than just one sentence what what is going on yeah you're you're disconnected it's over and that's what they do
1: and bro it's funny stevie because like that's exactly what al says about characters mm. if you've if you've got to explain you should be able to describe a character in in one sentence
2: yeah yeah. ECW, D- Daisy Dukes, Half Shirt, Clueless yeah, Puts. I got yeah, it. I got it. it. Raven, got Cole, it, right. Cole, Grunge Bands, the other guys, the Goofy, band. I get it.
1: All right, hold on. Jared, Mastermind, Bin Laden knockoff. Here's a test for the great Benham. <laughs> that's
2: what I was going to say next.
1: And <laughs> are you ready to be tested? Oh, boy, the Al Snow <laughs> Test. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. The Al Snow Test. Describe the character, Seth Rollins. Go. Fabulous!
0: <laughs> yep, that's it. He got it. He got it.
1: very great. It was great. But one word, Finn. One word. All right, bro. Then we have. I wrote Mambi, Pambi, bullshit with with Jay Uso and Sammy in the bag. It should have been you. It should be. He should be here. He should, should be here. Not you. Oh my god! Isn't
2: it really bro. Cody's fault because Cody brought him over. Yeah, right? He just quit.
1: All right. Then we start, uh, Stevie, after that, we start the women count. So we kick it off with six girls, uh, been in a oh backstage my. segment. N- Nikki Cross sitting there. Here's my question, Stevie. We got six girls in this shot. When this, when this is over, who's, who, who gets over? Who got over in the six girls in this shot? Who?
2: Uh, The Chargers and the Cowboys.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much.
2: I have a theory. Let's see. We get in the music. We've got to make up for lost time. It's a a record. Hit the music.
1: I have a conspiracy. All right. Listen. Oh, you got a conspiracy. I got a conspiracy. Go ahead, Stevie. Go.
2: For those in the know, it's WWE is very infamous to not want to actually fire anybody. They want everybody to leave or make your life miserable. Secretly, I know they want to make the cuts and they want to cut back on the female roster. Maybe they're just trying to have these girls crippled and killed so they don't ever have to show up on TV again.
1: Maybe, account. bro. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, now listen. I know uh, Stevie just said, Stevie just gave himself away and said, yeah, what, did, what, what who got over the Cowboys and Nia Chargers? So I'm questioning uh, how thoroughly either one of you watch this show. So now I have to quiz you both. Oh, man. Okay. So now we have uh, Nevin, Piper Nevin, and, and Natty. And I want to tell you guys, me and Piper Nevin, I, I, will, I will never bury her on this show because we are friends. We have conversations because we both have English Bulldogs. So hmm. I am a fan of Piper Nevin with the English Bulldog. But then, bro, here we go. Are you guys ready? Because I'm paying you damn good money to be on this show, and both of you better wow. be paying attention. I'll hold hold yeah. it right over your head. that. No, hold, yeah. hold it right. I'm going right are, to you it. You
2: are hanging out with Al Woods. Yeah, okay. This is
1: no test. He's not. Tegan bad. Knox. Okay. Hmm. What is Tegan Knox's moniker? <laughs> Who would like to go first? Stevie Dixon. School of Hard Knox. And. Uh, now, now I know Ben. I know I know Ben pays closer attention to this show than me and Stevie. I know he does. With that being said, what is Tegan Knox's moniker? The Empress of Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, listen. Are you listen? How okay? Get your shine box, Knox. No, how how soon is this T-shirt in the uh, WWF uh, WW Shop Zone? How soon? Clearance. How did you guys miss this? The Welsh firecracker. The Welsh fire. <laughs> who's has co- been? Who's coming up with this shit? The Welsh Firecracker. It, it, that shows you a hundred
0: percent that he is not gone. No matter what they say, <laughs> there's a dude. It, it's so bad. What the? You miss the the best part of this, Piper Niven natty uh gimmick if you guys were watching highlights i doubt they put it in there natty's coming down ringside uh doing the uh take off the brett sunglasses put him on a little girl and then gives this little boy a hug and as she's going away he comes around and gives her a fully reach around on the old gimmick and he's got he's got a full handful of titty oh, and she's walking no. away
1: it, was it a kid
0: Oh, it was a, it was a kid. He was probably about ten years old. Oh my God! Yeah, that yeah, is oh, that is yeah. Happening. I mean, now that now that's a goddamn raw moment right there. Yeah.
2: What did about you, the what? thumbnail of her yeah, looking like she was a corpse?
1: Yeah, the thumbnail they, of they her. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the you, what? What did you think of this match? Because you did mention something about it earlier. Well,
2: I just think it's I think it's fine, and both girls can work, and they have something special. But the problem is. Natty's Super Stale Beyond Stale, the Piper Niven stuff. You never even explain why she changed her name, just as Dewdrop was kind of getting over. And then the, the the outfit, I mean, well, I don't even know what's up with that. There you
1: go. Oh my God, bro. There you go. <laughs> Dude, that doesn't, that
2: looks even less like her in that. Was that filtered or something? No, that's like, that doesn't look, that looks like the That's 100% girl. Natty. She looks like that Giselle girl on Impact now, doesn't she?
0: Oh, Stevie, you're watching Impact?
2: No, I talked to Johnny Swinger.
1: Oh, okay. Thank he
0: complains
2: because she makes more of him.
0: I thought you were going to say I talked to Rick Steiner. I was like, oh, boy.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's call, see what's bro, going he, on. He, he, here's another thing. Hey, we go to the back with jury duty, and the, the plan is to take out Drew McIntyre. But, you know. Ben, did, did Rhea Ripley forget that she was out two weeks because she was viciously attacked by eye? Like, did, did, Rhea Ripley has totally forgotten about Nia Jax and what Nia Jax did to her, and she she's focused on every other female in the company but Nia Jax.
0: Yeah, uh, they, how quickly we forget, or maybe she saw stevie's video and agreed and said i don't want to work with her because i don't want to get hurt you know what i mean uh, maybe maybe uh, but what she did also did is forget every <laughs> any believability in acting when she was in the back with pierce the acting was so bad bro of like she's all oh, nothing. terrible oh, at the it end was, it was oh,
1: awful been brutal bro. like
0: i don't know how these pre-tapes
1: are making it to air, awful dude. man awful 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 all right, then we get to the Rollins-Drew uh, thing. And the only thing that popped me huge is when when McIntyre told, said to Rollins, uh, after I beat you, you're going to have to reinvent, reinvent yourself for the 53rd time. That popped me huge. Me too. Yeah. Because why? It's truth and comedy. Yeah. You know, he's out
0: here uh, wearing a see-through blouse again, which he wore that last season. So we've seen that see-through blouse, Seth, and RoboCop glasses. Like, what the fuck are like, are I you was trying to, be, to make right? up him what was on his feet. I, 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 I couldn't even make out. Yeah, what. there were some weird clown shoes. You know yeah. what I mean? As well. So like now we're just <laughs> hiding behind this shit and it's not getting over anymore. Everyone's like, I'm done with this kind of already.
2: Yeah. Vince, if you don't watch SmackDown, you gotta watch Charlotte run to the ring and big oh, silver like big silver high heels to, to <laughs> do a running to chase the Yeah. You, you
0: ever seen like uh on YouTube where they have like uh recorded hookers uh and like the cops roll up and they try and run away in their yeah, stilettos? Yeah, 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 and yeah. Like yeah. that's what it looked like, her run-in coming down like she was running from the from the cops from turning tricks in the morning.
1: Bro, here's the here's the here's the thing again, bro. Trips, trips, trips is right in the show now. the the great trips. This is the one thing that freaking drives me crazy, man. So next we got Gargano against Kaiser and we got Vinci out there with Kaiser. Okay, bro, please correct me if I'm wrong. But last week we had that segment where Gargano and Ciampa were reforming that tag team from NXT that I never heard of. Okay. So now bro, uh, uh, Gargano's got a match against, um, Kaiser. You know, Vinci's gonna be down there. There's no Ciampa, and the announcers tell us that Ciampa has not been cleared to wrestle. Okay, bro, so he hasn't been cleared to wrestle. But he can't be down there in street clothes to back up his friend knowing his friend is going into a two-on-one situation. Stevie, I don't know what happened, bro, where – if I don't know if he's legitimately hurt or what. I have no idea. But I don't know when we started, Stevie, that if a guy is hurt or a girl and they can't work, then they can't be on TV. I didn't need guys to work if they were on TV. Vince would say, or JR would say, so-and-so is hurt, Vince. They can't work for three weeks. Okay, bro, I could have them on the show for the next three weeks. They will be part of the story as long as they are not working. We went from that, bro, to somebody being injured. Then we never see them on the show And there's no explanation. So, bro, after you're telling me how tight these two are, we're bringing the tag team back together because Ciampa isn't clear to wrestle means he's not going to show up to back up his friend.
0: Mm. Well, you you, you missed from even what you said last week on this. Uh, There's two reasons why. Uh, he was turned down for his manager's license, and he also did not agree to behave at ringside. So therefore, he <laughs> couldn't. He wasn't allowed. He wasn't well,
2: allowed. Well, there's on a you know, it, it seems serious, but it, but it shouldn't be. The, they did the vignette or the backstage interview. You couldn't continue to do that, and not the match shouldn't, didn't have to happen. Then also, whenever somebody gets hurt, Austin's a great example after he got dropped on his head by Owen. Yes. it was promos, it was and the yeah, storyline was I, that he needed to still come to work to make money because he had a family to feed, and Vince was trying to stop him from making money. Yeah. That, that's the thing though, that I said it a hundred times before. Their correlation on how you earn your money now has to do with taking bumps in the ring, not actually doing something else. So if you can't take bumps in the ring, we're not bringing you to work because you're not going to earn your money. I think that's the way they really feel now.
1: It's ridiculous, bro. How how that has changed is is beyond me like there's no
0: roadmap for those guys they did where's johnny with that and then Tommaso, i'm back and i'm this is my time and i'm not playing by the rules anymore that got me nowhere then diy's back together then the thing i see online which is supposed to be like okay where are they going they do a rib bit where they knock on a production door and michael hayes opens it and does one little bit and they close and they look at the camera like there's no roadmap for success or to get either of these guys over by any means.
2: You look at, you look at Kaiser, especially with the vignette last week. And you look at Johnny Gargano and you look at these two guys and Gunther super serious. They look like real threats in the ring. And these two dudes are clowning. Then they're the baby faces almost to the point where you want to be like, just beat these goofballs asses
0: out of them and that and that kaiser promo last week the because i think because they see what we see and that this guy is an undeniable talent and do it then they wrote shit for him completely complete shit he i'm an a plus persona They're like what dude like that and and that's just him trying to turn chicken uh shit into chicken salad but it's almost an impossible task and then we're back to uh, he did good, but you didn't prove yourself, And even though we helped him win. So we're in this weird dissension thing as opposed to just <laughs> building an access of evil and making sure all the heels got each other's back and look coherent with each other right now. It's so
2: young, scary. writer is, is now in the room. And I think that Master Shoot Theater should be Benz taking characters like German characters like Gunther and Kaiser yeah. and then Sami Zayn. And giving them monikers that are all offensive.
1: All of them are offensive, <laughs>
2: and we have to stop them. Uh,
1: well, we're gonna have we're gonna have another one that was offensive to me in a minute. But th- then we go back. You know, Becky in the back, Rhea Ripley. The woman count is now up to ten. Then we got Drew and Sammy in the back, and I'm like, and 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 I, I don't know if it's just me, boat bro, but Sammy challenges Drew to a match, and he says, you know, me and you one on one next week, and I'm 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 like. Why next week, bro? Like seriously, Sammy. What? What? Why are you waiting a week to fight Drew McIntyre? You want to fight Drew McIntyre? Then why aren't you fighting him tonight? It's 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 it's, it's horrible bullshit like this. I want
2: to I want to go on top go of your point right there. Yeah. Last week when when Seth and uh, Drew were in the ring, and Drew goes, "I don't want to fight you tonight. I want to fight you at the pay per view or Saudi Arabia or whatever." Yeah. The crowd that was there. Knowing they weren't gonna get the match and get their money's worth for the ticket they bought, cheered for that. That's how the Pavlovian wouldn't You're they right, boo man. for that? You, like yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna give you what you want tonight. UFC, we're not gonna give you the main event tonight. You gotta you gotta watch it on TV. Not the not this arena.
1: Yeah, yep. Okay. Test number two. Oh gonna go first this time. We have our match between Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler, who's now wearing a karate gi for some reason. Yeah. Ben, yeah. what is Shayna Baszler's Monica? What is her moniker? Shayna Baszler.
0: Frankenberry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Stevie, what is Shayna Baszler's moniker?
2: It's real to me, damn it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> do, do you guys really not know? Isn't it the Queen of Spades? No, no. no it it was. was. Stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys not, Stevie? Do you really not know?
2: Here's the trap. Here's what you're doing. Okay. Mm. You're laughing already because you know exactly what you're doing, you son of a bitch. Mm. So yeah, I'm paying I'm the only one to- paying you're attention to-, to the show. No, you you wrote it down. You're asking us to recall moments that were on this show that were memorable. These are the
1: greatest and, moments. These are the greatest moments. All right, Ben, Stevie, you ready? <laughs> ben, how long before this is a WWE shop zone? Submission magician. Oh, yeah. Ta-da! Submission. You're tapped out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the funny part Submission is that was, the NXT, that was the NXT in the first year she was in WWE. They forgot about it. Then they brought it back like it was something new.
1: Okay. Put you in a figure four and pull a rabbit out of your ass. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. I hold on, guys. So now we've got in this one who do we got jumping into this mess? Uh, Nia Jax, Rachel Rodriguez, Zoe Starks. Uh, the, the woman count is up to 14 now. Mm. Gentlemen, third time's a charm. What is now the moniker of Zoe? Starks, Stevie, you go first.
2: They don't like a brick wall with a face like a brick wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's uh, too much to put on a t-shirt. Uh, ben Hockman, what is the moniker of Zoe Stark? Myrtle the Turtle. <laughs> see now, I would buy those t-shirts. <laughs> no, are you guys? Very, see, you guys did not pay any attention. Well, I'm docking. I'm docking. Pay. I'm not oh, going to pay this week. Are you ready for her moniker, Ben Stevie? Yes. Zoe Starks is now referred to as the pit bull. The pit bull, Zoe Starks. <laughs> Very nice, yes. Uh, okay, bro. Now we go into Becky and Pierce and Zaya somebody and Jade Cargill. So now the woman count is up to 16. We're, we're up to 16 now with the women count. Who is that girl, Zaya? Zaya, Zaya. Zaya Lee, who has been we haven't seen at all. Last
0: time she came out, remember when she had the uh, – She was the Thunder immortal, one. Immortal, immortal, the one that came immortal immortal out to the, combat. the, the, the yeah.
2: Combat. yeah.
0: Yeah, she had, like, uh, you know, graphics put in. She was a, a ninja, and then I think she got hurt in a match uh, on something and then was home doing – uh, workout of uh, sexy workouts on IG, which is exactly what you like from
1: your mortal Kombat killers. Okay. This is the last time we've got Bronson Reed and Gunther. What is Bronson Reed's new moniker? I think Stevie, I think it's your time to go for You guys are 0 for three. three, zero for three. Go ahead, Stevie.
2: I got uh, two. I heard, um, the round mound and also uh, the roly poly holy moly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of those. Eh. Okay, you're ben, telling me
2: to it. listen to these awful commentators yeah, and pay attention to what they
1: say. I'm watching this and I'm like, who who is coming? It, number one, He's somebody gone. Ben, number one, somebody's gotta be coming up with these, and number two, somebody's gotta be approving them. So so it's kind of twofold. Go ahead, Ben, Bronson Reed. The castration of
0: uh, oh, catering—that's what he's doing. <laughs> ah,
1: close but no cigar. All right, you ready? Bronson Reed is now known as the Aussie Destroyer. Mm-hmm. The Aussie Destroyer. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's his new moniker. Guys, I don't know. I he, here's what I don't understand with this match. <clears throat> you got two. I, I am glad there are people that look like this that are actually still in wrestling. Let me say that. Okay, this is what I want to see. These guys, these guys are wrestlers, so mm-hmm. I'm glad we still have this. But, bro, like my thing is, you got you got two guys, monster guys. It's really an unpredict. It should be an unpredictable finish where you 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 don't know who's going to win. But, Ben, like my thing is, bro, at, at least go back to the time limit. Like, like just throw that out there, and it, and and maybe this first match, these guys beat the crap out of each other and they finish at a draw. And now you've got to continue this. But every time you, you guys know this man, when, 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 when you're laying something out, it's always like, you know, what was that old old thing? This one got over, this one got a rub. This, do you know what I'm talking about? One person He's,
2: gets over, one person goes over.
1: Yeah. 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 So, something like that. But my point is, so now you beat, read but it's exactly what you said stevie because he had this unbelievable match with Günther, even though he lost clean one two three now he's over i i mean this is exactly what you're talking about
2: yeah i mean this is something like but if you you have to condition the fans and also provide rules that every match is going to have a time limit You can't just say, "Well, this matches 15 minute time limit," because right away I'm switching to football. I'll watch the last two minutes.
1: But start working that in, so at least it's another tool in the toolbox. Well, you know what's good about that?
2: Like I've really liked about when the NWA TV title had TV time remaining, or most times it was always 10 minutes, and that was the person that was the workhorse. They could turn the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title into that you know TV match that has a time limit because it is always going to be on TV. Right. But dude that requires 3 to 4 weeks of conditioning the fans.
1: Yeah. And right. That's
2: way too much work.
1: Yeah. Uh Ben what do you think about this match in general? yeah badass i mean they're working a
0: sleeper hold back and forth bro like that's the kind of old school work that i like and they got the crowd they're not doing anything after we open with falls count anywhere uh, a sleeper hold in the semi-main is getting over that should tell you everything you need to know about yeah, yeah. how to how to actually work and, and uh work slow and safe waste
2: without a storyline
0: yeah w- what's that
2: wasted without a storyline
0: oh yeah yeah i agree and even bronson reed's pre-tape where he's in a suit with cool sunglasses is that what this guy is supposed to be like a a florida uh miami vice but he's he's a beast like i want to see this guy back there racking up 300 pounds on bench and he gets up shakes his hair off he's pumped and ready to go to go destroy this guy not like I'm the cool guy coming for you. He's not the leading man type that way. And if you're the Aussie destroyer, putting on a baby blue suit and some, you know, Ray-Bans is not, <laughs> it doesn't collate of what it is. What is the destruction that you're, you're trying to do here, man? Like even take me to NXT where he's just tuning up guys who aren't even on TV yet, where you shoot them, boom, big splash, boom, clothesline with a flip bump belly to back suplex, like show some offense with a uh monologue so he's not just standing there talking to the camera. We have it as a voiceover. So
2: you know what he looks like? Yeah, all I think of when I saw him in the suit was um, Chris Farley, fat guy. was yeah, like
0: Farley, yeah, I agree. I agree. He, he, and it, 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 they already tried that same thing with Otis, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So we've already been <laughs> there. Right. Stevie, here's something again for your uh, breakdown show. And and again, like this is what Al always stresses. And bro, they did this numerous times on this show. The bump on the apron. And Al will always say, Stevie, he, he, here's what he says they keep taking these bumps on the apron which is the most unforgiving part of the ring and it, which is the most dangerous part of the ring, the bump. And and, and Al, Al's beef is, bro, the fans don't know what a bump on the ring apron feels like. The fans have no idea what that feels like. To them there's no difference between the middle of the ring and the ring apron. So you keep doing this very dangerous move and the uh, the odds of getting hurt increases and the and the fans have no idea what that feels like. What what does that feel like you guys?
2: Well, I mean, it, this is the thing. Aesthetically, when you look at it, it almost looks like it's really, really padded on the corner. Like, yeah, when the Arnold way it's
1: around, right? But it's
2: not. It's the bar. There's, there's a solid, welded, like you know, remember the Twin Towers with the way they had the. That's what the, is around to the ring is just a square. It's not even rounded, so it has points to it. And if there's a bad weld, you can get your whole back just gouged but more than that it, it is unforgiving there is no movement they back in the day we were afraid to even bump near the ropes in the corner all yeah. that is hard enough for us it's the yeah. center that yeah. still hurts but there we are but the apron dude there was times where the apron where i would leave the ring just hopping down on my ass and i felt like my tailbone broke and yeah. i was just trying to get out of the ring now they've been conditioned to power bomb on the apron to, Canadian destroyer now. Gunther's an idiot for taking a backdrop on the apron where he can end his, his entire push could have ended right there. Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're absolutely right on all that. Um, fans will never know. I mean, they can see when
2: we invite them to try it.
0: Yeah. We come on out. Uh, UWE tonight and tonight I will be training. I'll gladly, uh, bump you on the fucking apron. Uh, and that'll be it for you. Um, In the middle of the ring, there's, well, in a 20 by 20, uh, that's WWE, most indies are 18 or 16. So I tell my students there's a four by four square box in the middle of the ring. We work around to the left side so we can show the whole audience what's going on. And then when they feed back in, we slam them in the middle because they're 20 foot boards or 16 or 18 foot. So they flex in the middle and not very much at all. They're sitting on a rigid uh, steel uh, frame that is usually one and a half inch box steel made out of uh, out of everything so that's all there is with a half inch pad on it now you get out of that four by four six by six inch square in the center of the ring it don't matter if you're on the apron if you take the bump like you do the slingshot in on somebody and and you land even close to the ropes within a foot to two foot. It's just as hard. There's no flex. It absolutely sucks bumping in the corner, bumping near the ropes. That's why when we hit the corner, feed back in, pick you up for a slam, I'm turning you and putting you in the middle of the ring. I'm not slamming you close to the ropes, not just because I don't want you to grab them or put your foot on them. It sucks. It's jarring, and you feel like every bit of that, even when your adrenaline's pumped up of instead of, okay, I can hit that feed up and then take something else. That shit knocks your ribs, it knocks your back, and you're like, oh, I got to take another one. Uh, it's bad news, and especially if you're doing it and it's not a finish, a bump like that, a back body drop on the apron should have come at um, 20 seconds to the end of the, the time countout. Gunther rolls out and is on the cell that whole time, and because that bump is so big, he can't get back into the ring, or they both get counted out when he goes out there to try and fight him, and and it goes off that way. But just to use these bumps, especially AEW, as a transition, dude, guys are doing package fucking pile drivers on the goddamn, just because people in the crowd go, oh, no, the ring's harder there. You don't fucking know. Yeah. Like you don't know how hard it really is. To I don't build. know. I have no yeah. idea, bro. I it got no sucks. idea, bro. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> and it's stupid. It's stupid to do it. It's way too much of a risk, especially when the threat of violence is just as important as the violence itself. All you got to do is tease power bomb. Okay, kick your legs and go down. Tease backdrop. Nope, go back down then duck the line and then hit the guy's head off the post and let him take his own bump that way, as opposed to taking these meaningless things. If we show that threat of violence in the audience's mind, they've seen those two moves. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. I, I was
2: going to do, a vi- that was my second video I was thinking about doing because yeah, Gunther has never been manhandled like that. And the backdrop onto the apron, if you're even going to do it, Bronson Reed should have won by count out. At least we get another match. Right. Yeah. He backdropped him off the apron, and then he hit the floor, but he's still strong enough to pick this dude up for a powerbomb that yeah. looked easier than the yeah. Otis one. And yeah. the gable. It's
0: and, just like and heels playing. winning by count out to retain their belt, even if they gets manhandled, yeah. is exactly. a heel
1: victory. Yeah.
0: So yeah. like that, like you the title doesn't change hands, but he gets over for beating them. And he, he escapes with a little bit of uh, F this.
1: Yeah. I, I, I had a laugh at this one. Because like, Miz is a baby face, but then he's there with uh, this. I don't even know what that woman's name is, but and I don't care. But anyway, he's a heel, and he's basically burying Sammy for being a crybaby because my friend's not here, my friend's not here. No, bro, he's telling the truth. Sammy Zane, the baby face, was being a crybaby. So, like, I had to pop over this because I'm like, bro, this is a heel, but he just spoke the truth. And everybody's sitting there saying, yeah, bro, he pretty much was a pride baby sissy man during that. But anyway, then we go to freaking New Day Alpha Academy. Bullshit kindergarten shit in the back. And finally, we get to the main event. I, and and I I just have... One big question here. For I got a couple of questions. Has anybody seen R.D. McDonough? (laughs) Have you seen R.D. McDonough? Does anybody know where R.D. McDonough is? Because this is R.D. McDonough's spot to help the heels get the title back. R.D. McDonough is no place to be found. But now we're going to bring Jimmy Uso over from the other show. To screw Jay. My, 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 so, so obviously, where is RD, R, JD McDonough, whatever his name is? Secondly, why did we put the belts on, 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 Cody and Jay Uso in the first place? What, 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 what did we accomplish for them having the belt for two weeks? Just to give us a match on Raw? Two matches on Raw? Is that what it was?
0: When they really should have put them back on Owens and Zane.
2: Well, there and might now, be something. Usually, when it's booked that way, that somebody failed a drug test, It's somebody getting suspended it came out of nowhere.
1: I don't, I don't. I'm looking at the finish of this, and I don't, I don't. Not mentioning uh McDonough at all. He's been trying to get in their good graces for weeks and weeks and weeks. So they wind up getting the titles back because of Jimmy Uso. Like I'm, uh, bro. they they're they're all over the freaking place, man.
0: Yeah, unless he's got COVID or something, bro. Like that's about the only thing. But I didn't see anything on the sheets like that.
1: Got COVID? Say he's got COVID. I'm fine with that out loud, bro. Well, there's
0: no such thing as COVID, pal. Uh, What do you
1: guys think about this match
0: in general? Go ahead, take it away. It's just I'm I'm at this point in the show going how how the fuck do they go from Friday with a stacked show that has the right formats to switch in and out? Sure, there were a couple punch ups. You can hear it on the SmackDown review. But this show has all the mistakes. And if it's one guy controlling it now, you know, like I don't understand how you can be that tone deaf within three days. And on Monday, when it matters even more because you're up against heavy hitters in baseball and football, you gotta put your best foot forward. This is like already conceding loss and just going, all right, who's who's here tonight? You know, yeah, Stevie.
2: I mean matches, then the match had the pacing and the action and everything that was needed. And I, I put it up on my video. Why in the world I don't understand this, and you you guys understand heels have to leave with heat. Heels need heat more than baby faces even need sympathy. Mm-hmm. So what in the world? Jimmy Jimmy might as well have not been there because Jimmy hits the super kick, rolls a in, but Finn, who got speared and should be selling his his stomach, his ribs, everything can go up to the top rope and hit his finish like a baby face and pin him clean. The big guy's still selling the spear and it spins like this. So what are we doing? So Jimmy came in but didn't even need him, so there's no heat. And the, the heels beat the baby faces essentially with a wrestling move. So that's, that's the problem. But they did the title switch, I'm sure, because people – it was so enthralling and interesting that they said, "Well, if there is a title switch, I don't want to miss it, so I'm going to go away from football, which uh, football pretty much came down to almost the last play
0: of the game as usual yeah no, i I, th- I think they true. I think they know they 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 didn't want to take any more heat from what happened to finish the story now we're thwarted. they're like, all right, let's get this title off, and we'll get back to what that is because they can't take but I that. can't
2: finish two stories
0: No. yeah <laughs> <laughs> The second story remember. you won't even remember. No, Jedi. M- yeah, we thought.
2: talked about that too, Vince, on the SmackDown review. He just said Cody might be back in the line for Roman. They're pulling the trigger on L.A. Night, which I feel like is too much too quick. Should have gave him like the U.S. or Intercontinental title or something. But I think they're just feeding him as just another guy to get to Cody or get to, get to the Rock, and
1: yeah. that's where he's at. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, so it'll be surprise, surprise, surprise again when the uh, when the rating comes in today, and nobody understands. Well, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Robo blouse. Hmm. What's going on with Horseshoe Genetics, uh, Ben Hameen Media Group? What's going on, bro? Yeah, man. Uh, another
0: great Monday locker room to kick the week off yesterday over on the HMG side. Appreciate you guys subscribing over there. And <laughs> we went live and great interactors all the way around. Uh, everybody uh, loves uh, a good laugh to kick things off. So we did that. Uh, Horseshoe Genetics is booming, man, uh, with all the nutrient line, nine different nutrients and premium cannabis seeds at HorseshoeGenetics.com. And uh, today's... <laughs> uh th- today could be a big day for uh signing a lease on our place for the nice. dispensary so uh, i'm just really uh excited and hopeful and trying to move things forward because we've been through so many roadblocks so i want to thank everybody out there for all their uh uh prayers and well wishes especially from you guys man and uh hopefully we're breaking through the ice here and accomplishing uh moving into a new phase of our life so uh, big business is always around here at hmg Definitely. And I'll be in Cobleskill, New York, this weekend, uh, October 21st, with my man Blaze Haram, Sons of Allah, taking on the Nachi Mafia. So uh, going to be a mm-hmm. big... Uh, what is president. that? The, uh, they're like the new FBI. And actually they'll probably get signed. They're all in good shape. They got a manager who gets it, and they got, look at that big son of a bitch, big Italian guy, six six, and his partner's, uh, you know, Jack, too. A very uh, Enzo and Cass type feel to him, but doing the FBI gimmick. Yeah.
1: Hopefully he doesn't okay. have the same ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Long-haired infection destroyer. What is going on in your world, bro? Now, remember, if you're commentating on Raw, you have to put really
2: deep, inhales and exhales between each word when you say that that yes. that marker. <laughs> yes. So we got the Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis Channel just uploaded uh, the Mr. Perfect Knee Lift Breakdown Analysis and then this morning right before we recorded this the finish of that tag match and what should have been done instead of what they did do to switch the titles and have heat. But uh, we're around 85,000 subscribers on the Link channel and we're approaching 90,000 on the uh, fitness channel, which I knew you guys were very excited to see the full back workout that I did with the total gym. And the, no, you're not. You weren't, you weren't excited. Okay. Right but please support the content with the affiliate links as well as patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards.
1: All right. Young writer, give me a little synopsis of what's going on in Massachusetts. Theater.
2: Bince is, is thinking the one thing missing from the product is not enough monikers, and we really need to deep <laughs> dive into that. And also, he started reading Bischoff's book, Controversy Creates Cash. Ooh, so wow. he's going to think of some of the most controversial monikers oh, gosh. that nothing bad could happen or nothing will backfire at all. And Ben still thinks he owns the company, even though he got pushed out.
1: Oh, gosh, this ain't going to be. Good. All right, and also, I I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory out there regarding, uh, you know, Triple H, you know, in the driver's seat again, and Vince McMahon in the back seat again. I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory uh, that I have not seen anyone talk about. Uh, that I am going to love to see what you two have to say about it. We're going to cover that over at Master Shoot Theater. We're going to jump over there now, guys. Remember to watch the SmackDown review with Ben and Stevie. That is it, everybody. We will see you at the other side, Master Shoot Theater, patreon.com forward slash TWC. See you there. Ding dong. <laughs>